welcome to the Feel Good Nug. I'm Samantha. And I'm Angelica. And as you know, or if you're new, this is a space where we revel in topics to increase and higher our consciousness. Yeah, you know that this is a place where we just talk about things that raise your vibration. And although you may not use technology that we do, I think you're here because you just know this is where it's lit. So today we actually are making things a little little fun. It's a little different than our normal episodes where we typically would bring in someone to interview or Angie and I would do our own research. So what we did this time was we reached out to our audience, our little community on mm-hmm. our IG page at Feel Good so Nook. Very thankful. We hope that our community will continue to grow. Um, so we're, you're on your phone right now. Please check us out at Feel Good Nook on Instagram. Interact with us. Comment. Even if our posts are old, we love to hear from our community who's really listening, who's following, so that we can tailor more of what we put out to the audience's needs right now we're kind of just dipping our fingers and our toes into a little bit of everything topics and actually sam as you were saying earlier we do our own thing or we interview it's been a long time since you and i have done it alone it's true it feels good it feels good i think the last episode we did solo was the brujas and brujeria that was ages ago yeah, back in Ages. October for Day of the Dead. I know. So Which crazy. is great. It's such a blessing because we have people who want to be guests and who have like a ton of experience in the topic that we delve in with them. And we're just like super excited. One of my favorite parts about this podcast, Angie, is just hearing from different people and bringing them on to interview because they just have a wealth of knowledge um, mm-hmm. that we can share with others. And we both, you're a teacher, although I don't like to teach, I love to learn, but also mm-hmm. this is dipping my toes into the teaching arena. Um, yes. So it's a really, it's a really good platform. I love it. And I just hope that our audience also finds it valuable. Yes, absolutely. And so today we want to do a little Q&A session. There are three questions that we're going to be answering. And the first one ties into a little bit about what we represent as it is. Mm -hmm. So first question, I'd love to hear more about the retreats you're planning on having and take the lead on this one okay so as you know our vision is to host an annual destination retreat where we would raise funds to sponsor driven young women to participate the most unforgettable experiences and it also motivated me to do well in college and in my career because i understood that if i wanted to live a certain lifestyle i had to do well and earn my ticket You know, nothing comes free. So while I was focused on developing a career path, I also spent a huge chunk of my 20s traveling to several cities in the U.S. and also went to several countries and islands. So as you can imagine, I'm passionate about traveling and I would love to be a source of guidance and inspiration for young Latina girls 
who want to explore outside of their hometowns to focus on their goals and to create the lifestyle they want for themselves because truly creating your own lifestyle is achievable. You just got to have that vision, put a plan in place and, you know, just really be open to exploring life. Yeah, absolutely. Our goal will be to sponsor our first annual destination retreat with up to three girls in 2023. Yes. Yeah, 2023. And in order to make our vision a reality and offer these girls the opportunity, we could use all the support we can get from you, our listeners, Mm -hmm. our community. So we will be fundraising this year and reaching out to our network. We also have included a donation link on our website at feelgoodnet.com, which you can go also and find it on our IG page in the bio. Yes. So if you feel inspired by this and you want to support sponsoring a girl, we highly encourage you to please donate or share the link with anyone who you think would be generous enough to make an impact in these girls' lives. Um, The fundraiser opportunities are TBD. Um, Mm -hmm. Angie and I are so new to this world of podcasting and fundraising. Yes, if you haven't noticed. (laughs) (laughs) But we have the biggest heart around it. And we just truly are both two big givers who have taken everything that life has taught us. And now we want to pass that on to girls um that are following similar footsteps that angie and i had to um walk through and overcome in order to be where we are now absolutely i mean we in a way have shined our light and this is a process as as you guys know you know our followers we are quite human we are quite <laughs> reflective at the process that is life, and we're learning how to shine our light, hence our voice, mm-hmm. and we're using it for the right reason. We want to also just inspire more lights to flicker and turn on and stay on, and that's a process of self-discovery that we are passionate about because we find the worth and the beauty of that like the personal journey but we also understand that the community makes it much more impactful because definitely it takes a village and these are opportunities that we were granted while we were young and they were just very impressionable like we already mentioned mm-hmm. on on our being and it's yeah. almost like and that was like the imprint and now mm-hmm. it's our turn to leave that same mark so join the cause and continue listening and continue supporting us. Yes. Um, so we hope that answered that question. Um, now let's move on to the second, the second of three questions. Um, next question is reflecting from past experience. How did you deal with stress when you grew up? Mm, good question. And for some context, this question came from one of our fans who was in high school, and I totally empathize because being a teenager and being in high school can feel super intense Mm -hmm. since it's a phase when you begin to form your own identity, you form your identity separate from your family, you start to reach. I actually listed three simple avenues to cope with stress, but here Mm -hmm. they go. 
firstly, list out your values. Think about what you value, whether they are qualities or behaviors, and also list out what is important to you. Forget about others' expectations. And if you have to jot down what's truly important to you, what would that be? Once you have a grasp on this, you will become clear on who you are right now, accepting where you are in your specific process. And you'll see if you're living by your values and making decisions that are in alignment with what's truly important to you. So you can always have this list to look back to and just check in, like if what you're doing is truly aligned with what's important and what you value. And remember, we're constantly growing and evolving, so you can always build on your key values. Mm. Are you sure these uh, answers are for a high schooler? Because it sounds like I can benefit from this. <laughs> oh, well, actually, it's for anyone, honestly. Like, yeah. I still do that, and it's actually on my checklist to rewrite my values and what's important to me. Um oh. Yeah, I so the depth of introspection. <laughs> yes. So I don't think I've ever written down my values. Oh, what's a good time? It's also mm. like early in the new year. So you can right. start the year fresh. Secondly, have an outlet to express yourself. This could be a club, a sport, family, or a group of friends. I heavily leaned on sports to physically distress since physical activity gets you out of your mind and into the present. And I also mm -hmm. just carry a lot of energy within my body. So since the beginning of time, <laughs> I've always mm -hmm. just kind of like have had to just like take that physical action to like move emotions out of me. That is so um, true. You were always in sports. Yeah. And I wasn't. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I would that makes so much sense. I was constantly in the mind. I feel like you're just like super logical and I love it cuz you're just like so thorough and thoughtful and conscientious about just like just all of thought provoking things. <laughs> <laughs> and I just felt like I had to like I felt like so much intensity in high school. I don't know how you felt. But I felt a lot of intensity in high school and I just felt like I had to like to get it out of me. Yeah, I I mean, yeah, I did. And I think in hindsight, physical activity would have definitely been different for me in terms of like de-stressing. Mm -hmm. I never really gave it much thought because I just wasn't like athletically inclined to achieve anything <laughs> to be <laughs> not true you were really good at hockey remember in middle school yes but that's middle school <laughs> we broke in all high school, hockey. <laughs> I know I was good at hockey you know what that's truly only been the ever that has truly been the only sport I've ever been good at <laughs> floor <laughs> hockey <laughs> thank you for reminding me because actually when I get asked sometimes like from my own students because they're in school and they're like, do you play sports or did you play sports when you were, you know, my age? I'm like, no, not really. I mean, I played <laughs> basketball for a little bit, but I, I, right. I failed to mention gym class and floor hockey was my shit. You were real intense. Remember? I, 
<laughs> we broke so many hockey, hockey sticks. <laughs> no, we broke so many that the teachers like banned us from playing hockey. Oh, and we had God. to like convince them to like let us play again. And so they did after like a few months. And then all we did was like <laughs> re-break the hockey sticks and then we were banned for life. <laughs> I know. How sad. We just got so into it. And it was like hitting against the sticks that broke them. It wasn't yeah. like us banging them. Yeah. So that was really fun. But in high school, the sport I did was the rowing team. That was fun. Oh, Except, yeah. Yeah, Maria Crew. But I was just a little of uh, what you would call the coxswain, the person that sits at the tip of the boat and just shouts out orders. <laughs> that's again you getting to like the mind aspect you're like i'm gonna be over here giving you directions i am the teacher you you should have seen there was one time they put me in we were in the chicago river you know right where they died the river green for st Uh patty's day it was obviously not st patty's day but it was right in that area they decided to go ahead and throw me in there and (gasps) um yeah completely like maybe almost tipped the boat over with how just I was not ready for that intensity and it was it was terrible like the oar got stuck and everyone was like what the hell oh, damn get this girl out of here <laughs> that was one time <laughs> but yes I I Aww. remember you vividly in high school as being super active always in a gym uniform or like volleyball like you know just always dressed for for sports yes yeah I love sports I just like love physical activity um and the other thing that was like super helpful was obviously talking to you every day um so I would say just like lean into your friends if there's after school programs that you can connect with someone do that find a community that you can connect with, find relatability, and just to support each other is like hugely helpful. Angie and I used to write each other letters and drop them in mm-hmm. our um, our lockers. And then it was like the sweetest surprise. Like whenever I like saw a note from Angie, I was like, oh, like I need to get to class 10 minutes early so I can like read it and like <laughs> get the juice, get the gossip. <laughs> She said 10 minutes early, but it was a five-minute bell. <laughs> you know I'll have to reread it like three times, though. <laughs> That's so true. Um, you know, the friend aspect is really what got me through, for sure, having a best friend to yeah. talk to. Yeah, you really need people in your corner. And it is a very awkward time where you're not relating to like the kids anymore. You're not relating to the adults yet. You're in like an awkward phase and it lasts for years until you finally step in and you're ready to step into the adult world. And then it's it's a whole different ballgame at that point. Yes, exactly. And get ahead of this. List out all the things you need to do to meet your goals. And I always recommend to tackle the biggest thing first. Mm-hmm. Then after you complete your big task, you can spend the rest of the time doing the things you enjoy. So remember quality over quantity. Wow. The third one is very fitting for me right now. Um, Sam, you and I just had like a whole hour long discussion about really just me expressing 
how I'm feeling stressed out and how my time management needs to be looked at. So this question is very relevant, not just in the past, in high school, how we dealt with stress. It's really how we deal with stress in general. And me personally, I have some work to do in that department. So so this is definitely relevant to how to manage stress, even just currently right now. Um, because if you're anything like me, time may kind of slip through your fingers. Time seems to be elusive these days. It's just the time is always uh, running and you got to run with it or you can walk with it. You can plan ahead and you can mm -hmm. try to be more of a manager versus. Yeah, no, I really like that. I like that concept of like walking with time versus like running out of time. Actually, since I've been putting my life in more and more of a structured schedule, I'm mm -hmm. actually finding that I have more time to do things. Mm -hmm. Like my time is more predictable because I know when I'm open because I create open creative time or do whatever you want time because I schedule things that I want to do. Yeah, absolutely. It sounds like. So what about you and how did you uh, deal with stress during high school? I knew that I was a trailblazer in my family. So what I did in high school was very important because it would help to set me up to be the first one to attend college and actually complete it what you would call a first-generation college student. So that has always helped to fuel me because I knew I was a pioneer. And in hindsight, I guess it had the potential to overwhelm me. But I never really felt that pressure. Um, mm -hmm. Although I was my worst critic and probably still continue to be, <laughs> A part of me knows that my achievements were for me and for the future that I wanted to create. So in a sense, you can't really let your parents or your family's expectations get to you. It puts unnecessary pressure when the pressure in this modern world are already very present. Mm -hmm. If I consider the world that the youth develops in, the era of social media, I would add that you cannot live life for the approval of others, mm -hmm. you must be a trailblazer and know that every path tracked is a unique one. So you're always in control of paving that path the way you see fit. Mm -hmm. And everything else just becomes background noise. And I know, you know, it might sound insensitive to those who just want to be there and they want the best for you but ultimately you decide what is best for you at one point in time and everyone has their own light to shine so exactly yeah my tip is just following your gut and having faith that whatever you decide is for you mm -hmm. and that is what's going to make it worthwhile Mm -hmm. That was very beautifully said. And for a high schooler, like it may not seem very apparent that they get to choose many things in their life and that they have like this whole life ahead of them and that they're truly responsible for carving their path. But I think it becomes really apparent in your early adulthood. Mm -hmm. Once you get a little bit more life experience and you start to see how the world kind of works and then you get to decide and play you know on this earth and play with with the world and 
and figure out who you want to be. You know, what parts of you you want to develop, what parts of you you want to give up. And it's just a fun place to be. And we're always growing. We're always growing. We're always Mm -hmm. learning. Like, Mm -hmm. we're in our 30s and we're still figuring things out. And you'll learn that. Actually, I found a lot of uh, comfort in speaking to older people than me throughout every phase of my life because Mm. you'll realize that nobody has their shit together. Even the people (laughs) that you think have, like, their life together it just kind of like blew my mind that a lot of them were like yeah I have no idea what I'm doing or yeah I'm doing this but I'm not passionate or I'm still in search or x and x and then you'll start to see that everyone truly is just trying to do their best Mm -hmm. and you don't have to have everything figured out like you can just let life unfold obviously have direction again know your values and know what you want to strive for but also be open to the world of possibility absolutely i think that those are some very good uh tips to give our listener who asked the question Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of angles in which we came at but pretty much ultimately encapsulates everything that could help you get through any stressful time you may be having yes or that may just come when you least expect it right right and that leaves us with our last question yes last question is what motivates you and what a sweet way to just wrap it up um so that you can also leave this episode in reflection and answer this question yourself Mm -hmm. so what motivates you and I am motivated by the unknown. Mm. There's so much I'm uncovering about how to tune into my intuition. And I use it actively every day to co-create my reality with the divine plan. Mm. And ever since I started understanding that that's what was motivating me, the things that I didn't know, Mm -hmm. it has awaken me in the literal sense every day with a renewed sense of embodiment. So every day I wake up with like a refreshed sense of self. And I try to start my day with embodying my physical being. And that consists of the practices that we've talked about before, like yoga and reflection and journaling and tarot and tea and and just the things that give you comfort in the morning I've even Mm -hmm. gone to the extent of like spoiling myself and doing a bath in the morning that was an experience that's (laughs) lovely yeah flowers everything like I like to take my embodiment process in the morning super serious but that's how I start my day so yeah just being motivated by like the things that I don't know which in a sense is being discovered through bringing, through practicing more presence, like just being present in the moment. So like, you know, our day-to-day morning routine wouldn't allow for a bath, but mm-hmm. if you think about and you wake up thinking like, I am super grateful and I'm going to take a bath because my body deserves some balm salt in the morning, yes. <laughs> some flowers, freshly cut flowers, and just a moment to soak it all in before that's I amazing. go about my day. Yeah, so that just helps me to appreciate that life is a gift every day and 
it's providing me like the way I set the tone provides me with an opportunity to uncover more, more about myself, have more clarity about my mission, my purpose. And that vision is getting a little bit clearer and clearer. But like mm-hmm. you said, we don't know everything. So right. every day it's unfolding. And how yes. about you? What motivates you? Yeah. So again, this is such a good question. I'm actually motivated by growth and love. If I can sum it up into two small words, um, it's become increasingly important to be mindful of what I spend my energy on. Now I actually base decisions on doing things that I can learn from, that I can build a new skill in, or that just genuinely brings me more love brings more love into my life and that allows me to express my love freely I love that I mean we're gonna grow until the end of time Mm -hmm. and the only way to grow is through love so I absolutely love that and I love what you said about being mindful of what you spend your energy on because I think that's something that I can relate to in terms of taking more ownership of like what you say yes to and what you say Mm -hmm. no to so that you can grow the way that is paced to you and and what's going to help you expand in all areas and especially in the love area because Mm -hmm. that's so important to spread more love ultimately yes a hundred percent love 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 i love love I always will. And that's that. (laughs) This was so fun. I love the Q&A. Same. I would love to do another one um, sometime down the line. So this is just part one. Yep. 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 And if you're listening to this and you have a question that you want us to answer, drop us a note on our DMs at feelgoodenough on IG. Um, but yeah this is really fun and thanks for engaging with us and also one thing that I would love to know and I'm sure Sam would love to know is how different is a short episode is it vibing with you more is it like yeah love it keep it short or how do you like the longer hour ones which is usually what we go for about an hour long let us know but what is more doable for you definitely good question and so until next time have a great rest of your day